It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Chinese woman stopped for driving bumper car on the highway. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin, let's do it. All right, it is news time, boys, on a Monday morning. And we start off with a look at the weekend box office. It is starting to be a thing again where movies are making more and more money. It makes me happy to see the weekend box office making a return. It's still not quite what it was, that's for sure, but it's getting better. As I look at the top ten, there are now one, two, three, four, and soon to be five movies that have grossed over $100 million at the box office. Not in like opening weekend or anything, Sure, but they've all made over $100 million. That's a good sign. Uh, one of those movies came in at number six, Free Guy, which my son Tyler saw this weekend and said it was awesome. He, he liked that movie a lot, and he said, I forgot how fun it was to go to the movie theater. It, it's been a minute. Uh, that one has over $119 million. Uh, the movie that comes in at number five, The Many Saints of Newark, is not one that's going to make $100 million. It only has $7 million overall. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's the big boy right now. It came in at number four, only made $1.2 million this weekend. But overall, that movie has made $212 million. Mm. So that that's great news. Two hundred and twelve million. Adam's family at number three. That's another one that's not gonna get there. It's only at thirty one million after being out for I think like four weeks, five weeks maybe. And then Venom, Let There Be Carnage. That's another hundred million dollar movie. It made uh ten million at the box office this weekend and overall $141 million. And then the number one movie, the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, made uh, $56 million this weekend. $56 million for James Bond, No Time to Die. Okay. I realize I don't like this time of year for the box office with all the, I mean, it's, I feel like there's all the scary movies and it's not really my thing, so... Even the preview previews that I see, I'm like muting on Halloween Kills. I'm muting on Venom. Yeah, Venom is the one that yeah, that one looks pretty scary, right? The Adams Family, at least that's kind of a nice one to throw. I can in do there. that that's one. A little, yeah, I yeah, a little, I can do that. little, that's my little speed. different uh, little, scary movie yeah. for this time of that's year. That's my speed of of uh, fear, Kevin. Yes, cartoon Absolutely. is my speed of fear. I'm with you on that. Animation fear. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Can't be that scary. No, absolutely not. I heard the Bond movie's not great. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I heard the Bond movie's not great, which is a bummer. And they've I been waiting the to Bond release movies. that, I feel like, forever? They have. Like two yep. years or something? My apologies for not knowing who is James Bond right now. Daniel Craig. I think it's it his is last still him. one. Okay. I think this was his last one. It seems like he's done it for a minute, so I didn't realize he was still doing it. Uh, no time to die, but maybe this is his time to die. And be done. Bond, have a new Bond doesn't Bond. die. He just drives off into the sunset, Kevin. That's right. Uh, well, let's play a round of You Be the Judge. Oh, yeah, Story man. number two. 
But this time around, we have to be the judge about a judge. Judge on a judge. Yeah, and it's... We're going to get judgy on the biggest judge of all, Judge Judy. Whoa. Time for you boys to hear the case of Judge Judy versus... (laughs) (laughs) Not the final judge, sorry. I meant the big earthly judge. The biggest TV judge? Biggest TV judge. Yes, that's fine. Okay. Because obviously Judge Tony Hazel, the biggest judge. Yes. Judge Judith Scheinlin. And longtime bailiff, Petrie Hawkins Bird, are in a battle. Is that Rusty? What's it? What? What is it? Which? What's his name? His name is Petrie. I, I guess I thought his name was Rusty on the show as well, Jay. <laughs> did they Why call did him something else? That? I don't yeah. know. Okay, thank you because I thought his name was Rusty, but it's the guy that's been on her show for twenty-five years. Wow. Okay, yeah. Man, so it's the guy time. we all picture him, that's right? We can time. all yeah, see him. The guy with the glasses. I know which one he is. Twenty-five years he was on the show. Well, she is moving her TV show to the IMDb TV network. Judy Justice is the name of the show. And he has not been asked to go to the new show. According to an interview with Hawkins Bird, he said, my assumption is if you were going to go do something else, that you were at least going to ask me if I wanted to have the opportunity to audition for the role. Right. I've spent 25 years with you. Wow. Judge Judy has said this. He is terrific. We had a great 25-year run. This is a whole new program with a whole new cast and an exciting energy. Okay. So, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Rusty, what's his actual name? Uh, Petrie Hawkins Bird. Petrie. So, Petrie didn't have uh, the energy needed? (laughs) I I don't know. Didn't seem like he brought a ton of energy, but I don't know that that role really required it at all. She Judge Judy says, unfortunately, I didn't think the bailiff was able to devote much of his attention to being part of Judge, I'm sorry, Judy Justice. That's going to be hard to get used to. Yeah. After we wrapped up the filming of Judge Judy, because he was uh, taking care of his wife, who mm-hmm. was a producer on okay. the Judge Judy show, who had been sick with some health problems. Okay, well, I mean, I mean, so that's, that's what Judge Judy is saying. Uh-huh. But he's saying, well, she just informed me I was not being asked to be part of the project. She didn't tell me why, but I later heard in interviews that I was priced out as the new bailiff on her show. My salary would have been too much. Hmm. I'm just curious. How would she know? She didn't even ask me. Yikes. She didn't give me an opportunity to accept a lower salary, which I certainly would have done. 25 years is a long time to be part of something. I just kind of feel hurt that I'm not at least asked about the new show. Probably should have communicated that. I mean, I think I might be on his side. 25 years, he's got to have enough money that is to sure. be done work. It's oh. funny. I just looked up his net worth. You'd be surprised. It's got to be a couple million. Maybe you won't be surprised. I mean, I was going to say 10 million, Jay. That's what I was going to say, too. 10 million. 25, 25 years. years. With Judge Judy, I mean, she makes like fifty some million a year. But you got to throw him a, a c- couple nickels. I mean, he make a million a year, right? That's what I'm thinking, Kev. You know, the later years it's kind of like your pro pro athlete career. You get the little yeah. money to start, and then all of a sudden you're making a million get a year. The bump sure. at the end. Yeah, but I, I would guess that he's in that five to ten million dollar net worth. Three point five. Mm. Okay, three point five. 
He's 63 years old. That's not that's it's too low. That's too low when Judge Judy's making $50 million or whatever it is. Let's be fair. What is Judge Judy's net worth? Because she makes $47 million, <laughs> a reported seven, $47 million a year is what she was making for her show. Let's, Jay, what do you have from uh, Celebrity Judge Net Worth? Judge Judy's Judge net Judy? worth is four hundred and twenty. Yeah, he could have made a little bit more. <laughs> That's what I years. thought. I'm like, you now, know, 25 years. No doubt he was not a star of the show. No, but, you know. But he was by your side for 25 years. And the fact that she thought he was going to be too expensive. He's too expensive. And it sounds like it may have been one of those. That, I mean, here's what's weird: forty-seven million a year. I'm when you're just Judge saying. Judy. You can't blame it on someone else, right? You can't go. Well, the network didn't want that type of bailiff, <laughs> right? Or, yeah. Because you just go. You're yeah. Judge Judy. You tell them what you want. Yeah. You bring your team with you. You right. pick yes. your yeah. your players. Yeah. So it just sounds like she wanted to move in a different direction. Maybe didn't handle it the best with her. Yeah. With her, you know, longtime bailiff. Man. So. I am going to have to rule in this court guilty, Judge Judy, of not being nice. Shocker. She's poor. She would look right at the guy and be like, ah, give the guy $2 million. Right. Give the guy $2 million. You're wasting my time. Right. I made $50 million last year. Give the guy $2 million. He's been there 25 years. Come on. Get out of my court. What do you think, it- Petrie? Oh, I hate her. Yeah. And finally today, we end. Story number well, he, he's three. A- that's a big-time judge-free agent now. Yeah, oh, you're right that's about big that. Time, big-time judge-free agent. Uh, maybe Dr. Phil goes and gets him just to stand there <gasps> on his set. <laughs> just just to, in case. Yeah, just in case. I and like just it. to kind of throw some shade at Jude's. Right. You know? Just stare at like, Just so she, he knows that she knows he, he has her guy what? and was willing to pay the guy. Um, do, do you th- does Maury still have a show? Because he used to have the security guys on there because there was right. always the oh yeah the craziness Kev. with the you are not the father or you are the father right and and be, be oh, like a fight yeah. I mean that you I just have think... him on there to keep the peace. A little old. You don't think Maury still has a show? I don't think he does. Those are just reruns, huh? It, you know what? It really needs to happen. A real courtroom. Sorry, Judge Judy, but a real courtroom needs wow. to hire Petrie. The highest level of oh, yeah. court, the big one, needs to come in and be scooping him the up. The Supreme Court? To kind of, you know, maybe it comforts the people who are coming in. They're on edge. Everyone's on edge. And they look at him and go, is that the Judge Judy guy? This is great. <laughs> we got the Judge Judy guy at our trial today. Rusty. <laughs> Not my name. It would really put the people at ease. Right? You just feel comforted. Like, oh, I'm going totally. through a terrible case. I might be convicted of murder today. But look, that's the guy from Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm... I'm going to prison for life, but at least the guy who put me in handcuffs was rusty. Was nice, yeah. Yeah. That seemed kind of cool. Well, finally, today we bring you this. A woman shared a first date horror story. She went to meet this guy, and he said, I can't find my stupid keys. I'm so embarrassed. Can you drive? She said, sure. They went out, and then he said, you know what? How about we just go through Taco Bell, get some food, Mm. and then we can go back, hang out at my house. She's like, this is great. I love that. That sounds so fun. Like, mm. not the stress of a first date, right? Like, let's just grab tacos, go back to your house. Yeah. He then orders 100 hard shell tacos. Oh, no. For two of them? Moments later. Uh-oh. He can't find his wallet. <laughs> of course. And he's like, I'm sorry. You know what? Just cancel it. You know, he tries to play the whole thing. She's like, no, it's good. I got it. 100 tacos? Taco- 100 tacos. Woo! 
She wow. Said, we then got back to his house and we started eating the tacos in silence at the table. Yeah. <laughs> and I started to get a weird vibe when his dad came out and started eating the tacos. Huh. That maybe this man was just in the first date for a taco. She said after about 15 minutes, oh, I decided. Stayed? Yeah, I decided after I finished a few tacos that I was going home. <laughs> That's a good idea. And I, I left, but she took the ultimate move and took all of the leftover tacos yes, with her. That a girl. Saying, hey, I paid for these. I'm going to take them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I think she missed a few red flags before that, but. <laughs> well, for sure. And it sounds like she was trying to be really sweet. Like, okay. He got his keys. He doesn't have his wallet. Maybe he's oh just really unorganized. But what, this is what sales tax in the state of Washington again? Point uh, eight six or something. Okay. Point eight eight. Let's go point eight eight. Okay. I think it varies because of Spokane County, but yeah. Okay, so you think it varies because of Spokane County? I think we get a little extra, don't we? Yeah, each county is different mm-hmm. taxes. Yeah. Let's go eight eight. Okay, yeah. hundred and fifty one bucks. Yeah, that's what she said. It was right around hundred and fifty dollars. Be that the cost of this date in our neck of the woods. Ay ay ay. Nice girl. So that could have been local. <laughs> this story could have been local. Yeah. She is a very nice girl. Wow. You know what? And what a catch right now. You got a nice girl out there who treats people very well, is open to whatever, and also has like. A hundred tacos left over. <laughs> 17,000 calories if you ate them all in one city. It's a great first day. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I do not have a hundred dollar bill. People are saying cash is going to go away in their lifetime. Kevin James. And there's just some things that I feel like you still need it for. Like rap videos. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jay and Kevin Show. Good morning, guys. I started dating my boyfriend last January. It was towards the end of football season, so I didn't realize what I was in for this year. He watches football every Sunday with his brothers and some buddies at his brother's shop. They start at 10 a.m., and he doesn't get done until at the earliest, around 5.30, the latest, 9.30. They've done this for over 10 years. I've asked him about maybe spending part of a Sunday together or me joining them since we don't spend a lot of time during the week because of our work schedules. He said that they don't do girlfriends or wives because it's never gone well. So am I being selfish if I ask him to give this up once a month for me, or is he being selfish by not being willing to change any of the tradition? What are your thoughts, Kelsey? My only question is, why would he not include the Sunday night game? What is wrong with this guy? It sounds like yeah, he does some weeks if it's only a good game. game. Yeah, why yeah, is he? Why, good game. why would he end at 5.30? Last, last, last night, apparently. I guarantee you was out till like 9.30 last night. Lack of effort, friend. <laughs> Watch every game. I mean, now, it's very funny because I, I think about this, and obviously my heart wants to be with the football man 100%. I'm trying to remove myself from the situation and just look at it through Kelsey's eyes. Maybe the best plan would be not to mess with his football because it sounds like he isn't going to give up his football 
maybe her best hope would be, what if we started doing our thing of like having a Sunday night dinner or whatever, like a Sunday night date, whatever, where you did something after football. And then make sure that it's really, really fun for him. So you want to give up the you want him to give up the Sunday night game, you're saying? Yeah, it sounds like he's willing to do that because sometimes he's done at five thirty, sometimes it's nine thirty. And she's only asking for once a month. She said once a month I'd like to, you know, spend some time with him on a Sunday. So I think that could maybe be a nice compromise in the middle of this. Now there are a lot of people saying, hey, don't be that girl. Just let him do his thing. You go do your own thing. Football is just a few weeks out of the year. Okay, once again, I'm going to step back from this and tell you it is almost six months. I mean, it's not just a few weeks. Football, God bless it, is... It's a long time. It's Yeah, it's... 17 regular season weeks. 18 now. I right? think, uh, yes, 18 regular season 18 weeks. 18 regular season, then 18. playoffs... I mean, it's a solid five months. Yeah, of every weekend, and then you get the Super Bowl a couple weekends later. Well, I think it's okay to sell five months as just a few weeks. <laughs> it is yeah, just a couple weeks, guys. Don't a, worry. Yeah, it's just it's, a few weeks. Uh, just let him have it. It's only a few weeks. Or it's the it's the great sports person's thing. Oh, uh, you know, it's just a couple days. It's just a couple days a year. My yeah. team only plays 17 days a year, and then when football's done, you're like, well, Gonzaga only plays. <laughs> It's only a couple months till Gonzaga's over, and then Gonzaga's over, and you're like, well, <laughs> right. I mean, it's NBA playoffs. It's just yeah. a couple weeks of NBA playoffs. It's not a big deal. You can do this all year, you sports You sure people. can. You really can. And we're starting yeah. to get sniffed out on it, so we got to be a little more careful and cautious. Now, yeah. well, definitely there are some good advice from folks on Facebook saying one thing you don't want to mess with is a tradition of 10 years. Right. If you mess with that tradition... You're going to end up having brothers not like you. You're going to end up having buddies not like you. And that just puts you in a situation where it's kind of a, a no-win for you moving forward. Forcing people to change things they don't want to change is never successful. Yeah. yeah. If, if he wants to, he will. If he doesn't, he won't. And then I guess you'll know. And I would I just highly recommend some sort of compromise maybe after the Sunday football so that you still get to spend some time together, see how that goes, and then... Because I, I understand her point. If, if you're really into somebody, whatever, and you don't get to see each other during the week because of work, sure. then, you know, I, I could see why you want to see him on both days on the weekend. But you got to come up with a compromise that probably doesn't mess with football. Yeah. when you Well, when you get in a relationship also, you are going to sacrifice some things, including football. That's just kind of a known fact. Yeah. You For are sure. going to sacrifice some football. It's how it's uh, the unfortunate. If you're a big football fan, I know all the three of us are big football fans. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, and it's going to probably be a, a Sunday where you're a little frustrated to start. But how important is the relationship to you? Well, yeah. So hopefully, it's more important than football. You're going to sacrifice football, golf, hunting, whatever your thing is at some point. That's just called compromise. Yeah, for sure. And it's one of those. <laughs> like, nope, and, not and some people, anything. You know what? Yeah. And some people don't, and it works because it yeah. works in the relationship where, sure. you know, there's a ton of people on Facebook saying, oh, th- you're lucky. Go have a you day on Sundays. Go spoil yourself every Sunday or yeah, whatever. That's not what but she wants. That's get, not what she wants. Yeah, exactly. that's not fair because you may not get the the other days. Right? Yeah. This, like yeah. she said, the weekdays are locked up yeah. pretty tightly, so you want your day. Yeah. you got to give some days. Uh, to this guy, my advice would be. Get these Sundays out early. Okay. Say, 
how about this? Instead of one Sunday a month, let me give you two September Sundays. Let me give you three September oh, Sundays. Two October Sundays. Oh. And then when November, December rolls around, you lock it down. You are now in the midst of the miserable cold weather. You want to stay inside on Sundays. Mm. You know, it's not as fun to go out and do the activities as much mm-hmm. when it's when it's a mess. And you lock in those Sundays as your keepers. Or pick days yeah. where your team's playing a crappy team and you don't care about the game or less sure. games. Yeah, and cause I, I like I, that. I do feel like mostly on Sundays, because I used to have a good group for a number of years where we would get together every Sunday and watch football and it's very funny because the reason we stopped doing that is because we all got married but we right. we would do this right. and and really those days are not about your team they're just about the camaraderie of all your you guys bet. together yeah. flipping around watching games watching the, that red zone channel that shows all the action all the time and and doing that whole thing it's more of just the camaraderie and the food and the snacks and hanging out and catching up with your buddies and you also don't have anybody as important to you in your life so it's easier to do that totally but once that happens, you're like, yes, you know what? Not as cool. Uh, Hillbilly Seth, are you going to fix this for us? Oh, boy. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Seth. <laughs> How you boys doing? Good. How are you? Good, Dr. Seth. Dr. Seth? I'm, do- I'm doing good. Just out here doing work. But this lady, what I'm looking at here is we don't have all the information. Uh-huh. They could be having other problems. There's things that were probably not brought up to where now she's like, I just won't this time and she seems kind of, i don't know i don't know her but she seems kind of like the girl that if you if you give her an inch she'll take the whole doggone tape measure <laughs> and possibly the farm you know what i'm saying yeah. it could just be one thing after another you don't take a man's football from him unless dallas or the raiders are playing there might be some wiggle room there but, <laughs> yeah, who you cares? Know, maybe that's the compromise when certain teams are playing you know what babe i can come home at three o'clock instead i'll see you soon love you <laughs> Now, Seth, what do you think about this? Don't because there's nothing that pairs better with football than gambling. Oh. I think they should always gamble on the Thursday night football game. Uh-oh. So Ooh. I think that they well, should always gamble on that game. Get her involved in the Thursday night game. Maybe you sell her on football a little bit and the importance of it all. And if you lose, look, man, you're the football guy. If you lose the bet, your Sunday is now taken up. And if you win the bet, you get the Sunday Ooh. with no questions asked. It also gives you a great reason to watch the Thursday night football game with her. <laughs> but listening to the type of girl she might be, she'd be like, well, I don't like gambling either. I was <sighs> raised Catholic. You know, good, oh, my God. It's a good. <laughs> and this so is well. coming from our resident, one of our resident gamblers. Not anymore. Not anymore. Actually, I have not been to the casino. Kevin might not be friends with me anymore, but I haven't been to the casino in two months. She won't let you. Dang. She won't let you. I've saved several thousand dollars. <laughs> well, <laughs> sounds like you're not gambling Amen. anymore, and you sounds like you also might need a new tape measure, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Talk to my girlfriend. All right, bye. <laughs> Hope she likes the farm. No, she likes the farm. Thank you, Came in's Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Hello, I'm Spice Pumpkin Latte Eminem. Kevin James. That looks like an Eminem who is enjoying fall. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. What was the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your Weekend. We'll give away Disney on Ice four packs coming up in half an hour for Beat the Show. Slim, what was the best thing for your weekend? Man, we did a bunch of stuff this weekend, but we did our annual apple cider press day at my mom and dad's house this weekend. We busted out the old 1800s cider press, threw the apples into it, 
you grind them up, you squish them down, the juice comes out, and you have got a regular baby for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> uh, very regular. So it was great. It was, uh, it's a nice little perk. <laughs> To a weekend, nice to do that on the at the beginning of the weekend, so the rest of the weekend is smooth. I I did not think of that when I thought of yeah. your uh, Apple Press. What I actually did think of was: is it? Do you ever have to repair it? Like, does your dad or anybody ever have to like fix that thing, or is it just one of those that just always works? Because craftsmanship back then was better. So you have to repair the wooden parts of it from time to time. The actual grinding device is made of iron or steel. It says the date right there on it, 1874. Wow. Yeah. And it does not go anywhere. That's that stuff's crazy. not going anywhere. That's, yeah. That'll stay true. But a lot of the wooden parts get remade okay. a lot. Yeah, and pretty simple working mechanisms, yes. right? To where there's not yep. a lot to really go wrong. Correct. Correct. That's great. It's yeah. awesome. It was tons of fun. My mom makes a big deal about it and does a huge lunch and all the festivities around it. That's it was cool. a very fun Saturday. Very fun Saturday. That's a great, that's a great family tradition. Was the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your weekend? Off the text line, Bob got a hole in one in disc golf. Whoa! And Adam's two-year-old drew on pumpkins. Then he and his wife carved them out. That's nice. That's very fun, Kevin. Uh, well, as much as I'd like to stick with family and family tradition, like Slim had. Sorry, even though we did family pictures on Sunday and they were nice to see everybody. It was nice to see everybody together. I got to go with craziness in the kennel. It, it was so fun to be back in the McCarthy Athletic Center with a absolutely jam-packed house. Yeah. People insane. They had more students there than ever. They even filled up extra sections with the students. It was... Well, they call it craziness in the kennel, and it was crazy. It was that thing where I got chills like five times being there, which is such a weird thing, but it was super-duper fun to have all the people back. It just uh, it was an energy that I have not felt for a long time. I mean, after a season of dead silence. Yes. Right? I mean, you're like, oh, wow, okay, this is way more fun when it's loud. Man, and at the beginning, they showed a video of last year's Zags to commemorate the sure. 2020 season. They did that and they showed a, a video that was just great. And it was one of those where I was like, okay, I'm going to cry and now I have to talk next. This is not going to be good. You should have just broke down. Just let it oh, happen. Oh man, it was so good. Yes. And then, then we were like, and now the Final Four banner. They revealed the Final Four banner. It was a very cool day Saturday at the Kennel. Wow, yeah. Sold out, right? Yes. Man, that's awesome.